Yo. What's up? How you doing, bro? Good. How about you? Good, good. Just in the midst of like uh, uh, this whole moving phase, I guess. Yeah, you got a lot to do, don't you? What they did not tell you, you know, when you uh, when we were younger, that every battle is lost when you argue, argue over furniture with your girlfriend. Oh, that is every can, battle is yeah, lost. There's, there's no winning that one. No, it doesn't seem like I've never been so helpless in my life. In, is it even it, a battle? <laughs> Or is it like a massacre? Like you just no, you're you just right. get destroyed. <laughs> you're right. There's no there's no fighting back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what have you been up to? Uh, nothing, man. May's almost over. Like it came out of nowhere. Yeah, I, I feel like we just said this, and it was the beginning of May. Now it's the pretty much the end, right? Yeah, pretty much. Have you been watching anything? Uh, well, I actually watched upload that came out on Amazon. All right, what'd you think? It wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. Yeah, I don't think it like, deserves a second season. What it was, what was good was all the funny things they took of like how society might actually end up like. Did you finish it? Yeah, I finished like six episodes. Oh, really, dude? I couldn't it even make a, it. I couldn't even make it to three. I think we stopped and I, it. And I had it on the background while I was like sanding shit. So like I wasn't really like watching, watching. I was just on. Actually, you just got a you just got a fucking three D printer, didn't you? Yeah, it's my second one. So I got a bigger one because I was tired of printing in multiple pieces and then gluing shit together. I, I feel like that's super fascinating. I want to just sit there and watch it work. You're going to get bored. It takes hours. <laughs> well, okay. Fair. <laughs> um, all right. So you've been watching Upload. Anything else? Uh, I've been re- just rewatching old anime, just like the fight scenes like Naruto and like One Piece. Just random fights that are amazing to watch because there's no new anime coming out. So you got to f- get that itch from somewhere. Yeah, that's true. That's true. What about you? What, do you, what have you been watching these days? Um, just the, so the season of what we do in the shadows have been incredible. Mark Are you Hamill. on the new season? Yeah. Yeah. They already got renewed for season three. I think season two is still, I don't think it's finished yet. It's almost finished though. Damn, but, I need to, I need to watch that. That was good. Oh, it's been, it's been so good. I think you'll love it. Um, I've been watching this new show called the great on Hulu. That's also really good. What's uh, that one about? Like a quick. It's uh, about basically the life of Catherine the Great before she became she becomes like the leader of Russia in like the 1700s. Oh, oh I saw I saw the ad for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Nicholas Holt, who's like the guy, if you remember, he was um, he was Beast in X Men First Class. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah he's like he's like the king in this show. So he's he's pretty, wow, he's pretty good. Yeah. Um, the new Patton Oswalt stand up, which is okay, and then Demon Slayer. I've been trying to get back into Demon Slayer <laughs> and Yu Yu Hakusho. But I think I might just pull a you. Like, I think you have a great idea of just watching the fight scenes. Yeah, if you watched it and it's long, you don't need to rewatch the whole thing if you already know what happened. Yeah, I, I think you're right, though, because I, I miss the I often miss the appreciation of fight scenes by just rewatching everything all over again. Yeah, it's the fights are amazing. Yeah. Um. So anyways, just some quick podcast updates for us. Um. We're almost near 200 followers, which is fucking sick. Um, we now have an online store now where everyone can buy our shit because our, our shirt ideas are really, really cool and amazing. <laughs> we'll check them out and let us know what you think. Yeah, it's on, what, it's on Public. we're on, um, Redbubble, we're about to be on Bonfire, everywhere. Uh, you're gonna post the links on Twitter? Yeah, yeah, I'll post links on Twitter, even in, in our description, I should do that as well. Um, but for this episode, you, we can't kind of came up with a cool concept, right? Yeah. 
So this time around, we're going to do shows that were canceled after just one season. And okay. the question is going to be, are we, do we think it's going to, it deserved to be canceled after one season? Why was it canceled? Did it become a cult classic just because it was canceled and people loved it? Right. Will there be a reboot? I think this is something that everyone always talks about, but it's not like we're we're gonna go into super in depth detail about it, but I think it's it's a real sadness when a show you like gets canceled, right? Yeah. So do you how how do you how do you feel when a show gets canceled? Or a show that you really love gets canceled? It kinda like kills a little bit. Just just like like you like you have an imagination of what's gonna happen and like nothing happens now because it's canceled yeah like the momentum has gone yeah or sometimes like there are shows where like i know it's good and i want to watch it but i can't wait week to week so i'm going to binge it all at once and then you find out it's canceled and then i'm just like do i even want to waste my time watching this now dude that happens to me all the time all the time yeah it's like do do you actually want to how much do you love it enough to watch it even though it's canceled yeah and then well the other question would be do you think the reason they gave you why the show was canceled was valid. But are you okay with that reason? I feel like it's often like, what do you think? It's often due to ratings, which I mean, you can't really like make people watch your beloved show. Um, yeah. I think most of the times the shows that we end up liking are often get canceled due to budget, budget rating, sometimes even toy sales. Yeah. Like stupid. If it's stupid stuff like that, then no, I, I think I'd be yeah. pretty upset. Um, I think the only acceptable reason is like, you know, all the actors like move on to better shit. So it's like, all right, I guess. Or like everyone's yeah. schedule doesn't line up. Yeah. So they do other stuff and it gets better. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But still, like, it's just sad when it gets canceled. If you're waiting for like another season. Yeah. So we will get into some super crazy stuff today. This is the theme for today is all these shows were canceled after one season. Um, and yeah. And we're going to just kind of see if they actually really do have, if we do believe that they have cult followings after this. Are we yeah. part of the cult? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so the first show is Terriers. Um, Terriers is an, an American crime comedy drama, which is created by Ted Griffin. Um, it stars Donald Logue, who is the dad from Grounded for Life, I believe. Was he the dad? No, that was, uh, the dad was um, from Breaking Bad. Who was the main character? Walter White. Um was Brian he the... Cranston? Okay. He was the dad in Malcolm in the Middle. No, no, no. Donald Logue? No, Donald Logue was the guy from Grounded for Life. Oh, Grounded for Life. Sorry, you're right. I mixed up the two. Yeah, he was the dad in Grounded for Life. He was the main character. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so Don... <laughs> Donald Logue is a star next to Michael Raymond James, who was in True Blood, which I had no idea. I'd, I'd never watched True yeah. Blood. I watched uh, some of it, but I don't remember. I think that was like high schoolish, I guess. Um, all right, so we also have Kimberly Quinn, Laura Allen, Jamie Denbo, uh, Rockman Dunbar, who also was in Sons that I totally didn't realize, and Prison Break. Oh, you watch Sons, so you should you definitely know. Yeah, he was also a cop in Sons, which that that threw me off. Um, so also Christopher Cousins, who's Ted Beneke from Breaking Bad, um, and then Michael Glaston, who is also in our show Treadstone that we talk about later, um, and then. Uh, Neil McDonough, who is the bad guy in pretty much every single thing, right? Yeah, I don't think I've seen him in a good role. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, I mean, I guess we should announce ourselves, right? This is Who's Got the Remote Podcast. We always forget to, yep. to do that. <laughs> yeah. uh, my name's Levon. 
this is Kernal. <laughs> <laughs> we need to have. I wish we had like little uh like things in the background. We should probably figure that out another time. Yeah, like a little mixer thing so you can like put just random sh- noises in. Yeah, just shout our names out and the name of the podcast. Yeah. So we don't have to do that. <laughs> Uh, but okay, Terriers was pr- produced by Sean Ryan and Ed Melkovich, who actually, um, they were the, these were the people that created Ocean's Eleven and The Shield. I don't know if you ever watched The Shield. I haven't watched it, but I've watched random episodes here and there on FX. Yeah, yeah. I, I really liked The Shield. It was I thought it was pretty good. Um, so this had 13 episodes. It was an FX original. Um and it also ranked, I, I found out, as one of the lowest rated shows in FX history, which is kind of shitty. Wait, really? Yeah. Well, also, like, as as I was looking into this, you kind of have to look at the time that it came out. Like, it came out during, like, Breaking Bad, Justified. Like, FX was doing uh, Nip Tuck. They were doing Archer, Louie. Like, they were doing a lot of good shows. And then this came out. So okay, I, I guess... I, they had a lot of competition. Yeah, it was just a crowded landscape, and I and I feel like it didn't really do well for that. But we'll, I guess we'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. Um, so the basic premise is, about Terriers is basically uh, an ex-con, um, which is Michael Raymond James. His name is Britt in the show, and the ex-cop, which is uh, Donna Logue, and they kind of team up to solve like random crimes throughout the San Diego area, like under their like private investigator firm, which I don't think is even licensed or real. No, it's not <laughs> licensed at all. <laughs> so, all right. So, uh-huh. give me your give me your first words, your first thoughts on this show. I actually like this a lot. Uh, I actually watched this when it first aired, surprisingly, which I forgot about. Really? And I was yeah, and I was waiting to binge it, and then I just completely forgot about it altogether. Okay. And when we were rewatching, I was like, "Oh wow!" Like this actually, I remembered it, and I was, I loved watching it. it. Was it was a good? It was like it had a buddy cop dark vibe kind of to it. Yeah, like they were in the law, but outside the law. But the it was perfect place to good, be. Yeah, it was it was good, and like they were always scheming to get like money from somewhere, and <laughs> it it was a great it was great chemistry between the characters. Even the cop, his old ex uh, partner for that was a cop. Like, oh right, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was a great mesh of everything together, and it worked really well, I think. Okay, so what about you? What are your first thoughts on the show? I'm trying to word it, I guess. Like, it, at first, it felt like just like a regular, like, I thought it was just going to be like Law and Order in the sense it was going to be like very serious and like police procedural bullshit, but it's actually, there's like a lot, like you said, it, it has like a nice little dark vibe. It's It has the comedy from like the buddy cop feel. Um, but I feel like it's one of those shows that you can't really describe. Like, how would you describe that to someone? Right? Like, it you feels can. it feels like it's indescribable in it a good is. way, it, I guess. Yeah it it's something I feel like you just have to watch to get the vibe because it's hard to explain it. Yeah, and there's so many like I feel like this is one of the, also those shows that has so many like like their universe like i wouldn't mind people building around this universe like there's so many intricate people involved and like it's just like a select part of town and it it has like the lodge 49 vibes yeah yeah where it's like the odd vibe yeah and even i guess by the show title i mean i feel like the grittiness of a terrier like i feel like it's kind of small and like fighting against bigger things and 
like the characters all all have their own like specific instincts or like shit like that like i don't know i kind of get the terriers vibe like i like the i feel like a lot of people say they don't like the title of it but i think it's cool it threw me for a loop like i don't know why it was called terriers also i think a couple of these shows you've watched so I'll, i'll ask you right off the bat do you think it's in the same ballpark as like castle bones house monk lie to me csi stuff like that do you think it's in the same area terriers right yeah um not from the first season really how come because the other shows uh it's kind of hard to explain like they most of the other shows they they had like a like after one season it was over in a sense okay in this one, it was kind of over, but you knew that there was more to it that we're not getting, and uh, season two would explain all that. So you don't think it ended with closure? No. And usually with the other ones, when they start out, at least, they the beginning seasons were all like a couple seasons. Where you, just, you got closure at the end of each season until it got popular enough where they could give you cliffhangers and this and that. You don't think the, the cliff, you don't think the ending to this was a cliffhanger? I think it was. Okay. Okay. So I think it's, I think it's like too versatile almost then. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. It, it can fit in too many boxes. It's just like floating right in the middle in a, in a good weird way. But I think, I guess people don't really like that. Yeah. Or like, like you said, like there was too much other stuff to watch to give this ratings. Yeah. Yeah. It just fell through the gap. Or the name threw people off. Maybe people thought this was a dog show. Yo, I, I honestly, when I, we looked at the cover, like yeah, I think it's yeah. yeah, it's on Hulu. Like I thought, it, I really thought it would be more dog, I guess related. I mean, there are a lot of dogs in it. Like, yeah, but there's no terrier in it. <laughs> yeah, there's no terriers in it. Actual terriers. But I can see where someone like if you're just flipping through the channels and it says playing next terriers, like you're gonna think it's a dog show. You might be like, I don't want to watch it. Or, or you do want to watch it thinking it's all about dogs, but I guess it's not. And then it's not that you don't want to watch it at all anyway. So, like, yeah. so yeah. I mean, okay, how about we, we talk more about the characters? What do you think? Yeah. If we can try to get a little deeper, what do you? What did you even think about the relationship between Brit and Hank, the main two characters? I liked their relationship, surprisingly. It wasn't, it wasn't like a standard partnership. It was a little bit different. Like, they were really friends and they looked out for each other and they cared. Yeah, I, and I do like the fact that you also pointed out that they're always scheming to do something. Like they're re- they're like they're like usually not afraid to back down at a at a bad no. point. Like they they always feel like they can figure it out, and they'll do stuff outside the law to get it done properly. I guess you could say. Yeah, I mean, even the like, well, I mean, I guess we'll get into that later. But I like the fact that he like Hank it was a cop. So he knows, like, he has police contacts if he really needs it. Yeah, and he knows how the law works, so he knows how to bend it, you can say. Yeah, and his partner is a fucking, like, ex-B&E guy that can bring it to your house. No, no yeah, sweat. He, he's, like, one of the best, they say. Yeah, so I, I, I like the versatility that, like, even, I guess, in the characters themselves, they have a lot of versatility. But they're also, like, I mean, did you get the overall, like, it, like, they're all also very fucked up on the inside no they're all fucked up they all have <laughs> some kind of issue there's no way that's 100 <laughs> there is something fucked up with all of them yeah yeah but i felt like i don't know they portrayed it so well that like you feel really bad for a lot of them 
Well, they portrayed it in a way that where it's like like real life. Like it wasn't like that's true. They're just fucked up and that's it. Like they had their issues. They either worked around them or worked through them, and they they showed you how and why, and you got invested in it. Yeah. Um, and also, I guess in reading this, reading about the show, there was a lot of criticism about the way women were treated in the show or how they were treating the women in their lives. Um, what do you think? Did you get that? Because personally, I, I didn't off the bat I until didn't I read this. either because I didn't really think the stuff with the women in their lives were that there weren't that many scenes with it. Yeah. So you kind of couldn't really tell the importance, I guess. Yeah. And if I if it did happen, I missed it because it was so short that I just went on to what was actually happening. Yeah, yeah. So okay, that's that's a fair point because I feel like as I was reading that criticism, I was trying to even think of scenes where like women were portrayed badly, and I feel like maybe could, they just didn't do it enough. Could you think of any? But I can't think of any now that you're telling me this. Um, I mean, they did often try to like fuck a bunch of women and then you know like the way they talk to some of the women in here might be questionable definitely okay um but i feel like they turned it like they they made that such a very quick thing and then just turned it back to the main plot it's just like hard to keep track of the only episode that i can think of was when he tried to get a loan and he thought the bank guy thought his wife was cheating oh yeah (laughs) like that that episode is probably the only one where I can I can see this fitting in. That I guess brings us to our, our next thing. I mean, did you like the fact that each episode was a different weird fucked up case thing? It, I did because it also somehow connected. Not everyone, not every case, but like some of them ended up connecting to like the main thing that happened in the first episode. Okay. Okay. And I liked how instead of just being like, this is what happened in the first episode, which some shows do, and this is like a thing in the background, and then like by the end we'll try getting into it more. But instead they gave us like little bits and pieces throughout the other episodes. Even if it wasn't an important part, just like a little bit to kind of help build the story a little bit, like next puzzle piece was added. Yeah. And yeah. I like that. I, I always like that over just like them bringing up something really shocking and then not bringing it up again to like the end of the season. And like the whole middle is like a waste of time to me then. That's true. I, I do like that because we got to see like, you know, we got to see the land development thing, which we'll talk about in a second. We got to see, like like you said, the one where the the bank guy wanted him to spy on his wife in order for him to give him a loan to see if she's cheating on him. Yeah. Um, the one where, you know, they get they get kidnapped and have to go to Mexico. Yeah, because that was like a Brit story there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and even even like his uh, Dalbert's relationship with his wife or his ex-wife, I guess, and um, the new the new guy in her life, like that was a whole different thing too. Yeah, even the thing with the sister. Oh yeah, I mean honestly, that that is one thing I wanted to stay on because I feel like the sister was such a big part of him, and I feel like she didn't mm-hmm. get enough screen time. What do you think? Yeah, she didn't, but I think that's that they were hoping there was a season two. You think so? Yeah, because like I liked her as a character. Like I think she added actually a surprisingly good amount of brains to the show. Yeah, she was she was funny because she was supposed to be like a smart character who had a breakdown. Yeah, she had a psychological breakdown. Went to the, MIT. Uh, yeah, she went to MIT, um, and then yeah. after that, just kind of dissolved as a person, kind of. And I think in like the middle episodes, like like two to four or two to five, like she she was helping him. 
like, oh, this doesn't make sense that this is here and this and that. Yeah. Which helped crack the big case, the main case of the whole show. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that that was one part I actually often thought about a lot to see. Like, yeah. do you think actually, like, I like guess, sidebar question, do you think all shows and writers go into it thinking they're going to get a season two? Like, do you think they already write for season two? I think they used to. These days, like, a lot of shows, like, they uh, they actually try to make season one be complete. Uh-huh. Like, whatever happens, it ends in season one. So just in case there isn't a season two, everything is pretty much resolved in season one. And it gets people to, like, want to watch more because it's all resolved in season one. They're That's not doing what they did in the 90s. That's a good point, actually, yeah. that they probably write for it to definitely be finished. And then take and it then from there. Have, and they have other stories for later, obviously. Yeah, yeah, because that something like this this show is the same is the same example. I'm like, do you think they're they already had a season two in mind? For this one, I think they did. Damn, fuck. Yeah, because the way it ended, it it, it seemed like like they so they did like a half half. They ended it with closure, kind of, but the way it ended, you knew that it wasn't over. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Do you? So, are we showing our hands here? Are we pre pre saying that we want a season two? <laughs> yeah, we're pre saying we want a season two. <laughs> are, uh, we, are we part of the cult already? Yeah, I think we are. All right, we'll, we'll it, get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's but just so funny. You, I want to point out that a lot of these shows, like I feel like I wouldn't end up. I feel like these are shows that you would like and I wouldn't like, and I fucking loved them. I, I loved, I loved Terriers and Firefly, which we'll get to. Um, so I'm kind of laughing on the inside. Yeah, I, I didn't think you would like Firefly as much as you did either. Oh God, I fucking love that show. We'll, we'll, yeah. get, to, we'll get to that though. Yeah. Um, okay, so so just for our main part of this show, Terriers, do you think the main evil plot was believable? We had a lengthy conversation about this. <laughs> yes, and it was amazing. I just want to oh, yeah. say, yeah. So the conversation was uh, it was Ocean Beach, right? Well, well, okay. Tell them the evil plot, though. What's the evil plot? Okay. The evil plot is there is a guy or a group that's going to buy uh, parts of Ocean Beach, make projects fail so they can build, move the San Diego airport from where it is right now because it's in a bad spot to Ocean Beach. Right. And pave over everything there. Right. Pretty so much taking, a, taking over all of San Diego that way. Yeah, I guess you could say it that way, too. Yeah. So that's what the first episode was about. Um, the they're building what uh, resort? No, and I they think found. What was uh, it? Oh, oh yes, the 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 dead body of the friend. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So they were building a resort. They found benzene on the property, and that causes cancer. So the entire land and everything was shut down. So now the land's cost cheaper, so the guy can buy it. Part one. Which Part two was. Uh, I also was going to say, I'm sure this is huh? also happening in real life, but we should probably. Yeah. We already killed still. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the second part was uh, his ex-wife's new husband's architect was building a huge project with like all right. solar and all this crap, which was meant to fail. Like they had the uncrazy deadlines and building materials were gone and so forth. Yeah. So that was going to be part two. And I don't remember what part three was. There was a third part, but I don't remember that where that was exactly. Well, that was the connection. They're they're, they're trying to take a, take three big major parts of San Diego and own them and have them all connected by the airport in yeah. Ocean Beach. So 
That was the plan. That was the that was the main evil plot in this show. Yeah. And you can say they stopped it at the end thanks to his friend. Yeah, which now that I okay, so we did have quite a lengthy discussion of this off off mic because I don't think it's possible to fit an airport in Ocean Beach. If for those are, you know, our San Diego listeners <laughs> or just in general, <laughs> if you want to Google Ocean Beach, San Diego, I just don't think an airport can fit there. Listen, but my lovely think co-host thinks. Yeah, because you can build in so many ways. You can go down, you can go up, you can go to the ocean, you can design it in a way where the planes aren't even held at the airport until they need to be there. I just don't think it's possible. And I even went even further to ask our old friend from college who is currently living in San Diego. And I asked her if it's possible to build an airport in Ocean Beach. And she said, it's absolutely not possible. But why? Because, yeah, just because the sure, the sheer, because if you're moving the main fucking airport of San Diego to Ocean Beach, like it's going to be bigger than you're making it out to be. Or like you think it's going to be smaller, but it's going to be, it's, it's the main airport. I don't think it's going to be smaller. I'm just saying is, I don't know how they would build it because you can, like I said, for example, airport has a lot of space for parking, right? Right. You can remove all that parking and put it below the airport. So now all that space is now below the airport. You can you can actually build the runway out past the water a little bit, have a fake island there to house, you know, have the planes land, and then you have the the terminal, so you have like eight or ten terminals. So like, there's ways to do it. I, I feel like if we talk to an architect, we can get a better answer. Yeah, well, maybe, but I, I just, I don't believe it. I don't think. Okay, let's let's run it back to the the main question. So, do you think okay. that you think that plot for the show was believable? I think it was believable. I think it's something that can happen, and I think it's something that probably happened somewhere in the world. I think the only part I agreed with you in because you you were saying you know you you never know if this is happening in real life like all over the world like yes okay on that aspect I I do agree with you but I just don't think that particular plot was believable. Okay. Because it's just I mean, a, it's it was too definitely big out of a project. There. Yeah, but it was like out there. That's what I mean. Like it it wasn't like something that was easily believable, but it's something I like a twenty percent chance it could happen. But see, but I argued about this before. You said it was more than that. Like Well, it's I, I think more if, than I the think sense. if you're saying I think if you're saying if it's a twenty percent chance of it being believable, then it's not believable. Well, okay, okay. It's I think it's more of a sixty then instead of twenty. Say that I I was just going off the whole aspect of what happened because like honestly I don't think people are going to go out there and buy a property, cause it to fail, and then rebuy it. Right, that's some deep deep pockets you got. You need yeah. So that part is where I I, I that's why I gave it a lower number. But like the overall what's happening, I think it's a sixty percent. Okay, all right, and if I, you don't I, get into details. I think I said it would be about a 20 to 30% chance. So for me, I don't think it's believable. Okay. But obviously for those who are interested, it's still a very good show. I think for a show of this magnitude, I think it's a good backstory plot. Like it's a good main yeah. plot. Check it out. Let us know on Twitter if you think it's believable or not. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're going to argue about this every day. Yeah. Um, and we need, to, we need to know who wins. So. <laughs> Uh, all right so then you know as we continue what did you think about the pacing of the show i actually thought it was paced really well like i told you that we got little bits here and there in most of the episodes not every episode okay 
but I liked how we got like a little bit here. Like they're building this here and this doesn't seem right. And who's this guy wearing this thing and who died here? Like it, it, it all started to connect. Yeah. Towards the end, it, it hit a really good sweet spot. Yeah. So I thought the pacing was good. Did you think the pacing was good? I liked the pacing um, because it was, I really love like slow burn shows that, that kind of get gain momentum towards the end. Um, okay. So this was kind of perfect for me. I, I did like the pacing. I didn't think this was that slow of a burn, but I think it was just because I'm not used to this. Like, it's kind of like an old show feel almost like an early FX show obviously was. Um, it has a Breaking Bad vibe to me. for some Yeah, reason. exactly. And I think the early episodes of Breaking Bad were kind of slow in the beginning. Yeah, they were. They were. Yeah. So I guess as we move towards the final thoughts about this. So you did say that you liked the ending or what, what do you think? Do you... I have mixed feelings about the ending. So, I guess without ruining it, where where do you think they took? Do you think uh, do you think they stayed on the U.S. U.S. border or no? That's all I want to know from you. Wait, I don't remember that. The ending. The ending is well. I guess now you're gonna make me fucking ruin it. Yeah, because I. I mean, <laughs> hold on. The ending is they. I thought they. You know, the ending. Brit they- had to go to jail. Um, and they're in the car and they're trying to decide if they should just start a new life in Mexico or just have them go to jail. Oh, like the ending ending, like the last co- Okay, I was yes. I was thinking about like yes, when they were Kronal. talking to the white guy. Sorry. No, I, the word, I considered that the, the word ending. No, the word ending is the end of something. Uh yeah, I think I I don't think they went to Mexico. I don't think he's going to let Brit go to Mexico. But that was his idea. His idea was to go to Mexico. Yeah, I think he was being sarcastic. I don't think so. I think he actually really was like, "Fuck it, we should just go." <laughs> You think they just went to Mexico? I think so, because there's really no need. Like, he's not with that girl anymore, and Dalworth doesn't really have anybody. I mean, I guess he does have to take care of his sister, maybe. But, you know. Yeah, he I did, thought he was kind of feeling that reporter. Oh, yeah, that's true. He was kind of feeling that reporter at the end. You know you know what I thought about the ending when the, the Mexico part? I was like, dude, this would be like a perfect segue into Breaking Bad. It would. Like a crossover. It, yeah, I I, I don't. Yeah. I actually don't blame you. I, I, it, yeah. it gives that same vibe. That's pretty much what yeah. it is. The vibe and I is think they would same. work well together. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they can handle... Oh, actually, honestly, Dalworth and Britt are probably the people that Walter White would want to know. For sure. Yeah. Some inside exactly. cop shit. Yeah. And it'll be like for an episode, not a whole show. Yeah, yeah. No, that'd be pretty cool. I, I do yeah. like that idea. So do you think it? do you think it deserved to get canceled? Hell no! Uh, I need at least one more season. At least one. More <laughs> I need. I need some closure on what's happening here. Like, there's there were actually a lot of open ended questions at the end, still, even though they finished it off. Yeah, and even the whole land deal. I mean, it's not like the land deal. I mean, yes, it was pretty much stopped, but it's like someone else could pick that back up, right? We also don't know what actually stopped it. They never actually showed us the picture or what it was. Yeah, right. It was like some blackmail shit that we won't, we yeah. won't ever see. Yeah, so like, and he agreed to it very easily, like, okay. So it must have been really bad. (laughs) It's like, damn, what episode are we on? All right, we got to end this. Yeah, yeah. And like, that's true. That guy definitely lost like maybe a billions of dollars, not millions. I thought the same thing because I was like, wait, so you were trying to own pretty much three fourths of San Diego and you just lost all of it now? Because of a picture? Yeah, what the fuck? What were you doing? Yeah. 
<laughs> and that's that's poor planning, man. Come on, you gotta you gotta hire someone to take care of that. That's why I said it feels like they had a plan for season two. Yeah, yeah. So that we never really got to see. So we are admitting that we are part of the cult following. Yeah, this needed a season two. So all right, how about this? If it did get brought back or rebooted, would you want the same actors in place, or would you want it to be kind of a different take? No, on it? no. If for me, oh, hold on, reboot like from scratch or like reboot as in like we're going to get season two now. Season two now. Then the same people. So you would want I the hate same people. when they do that. Yeah, I hate when they switch out characters because someone doesn't want to come back. And it's like, we're going to have this guy play the character now. I'm just like, no. I don't know. I, I think I would like to see a couple of new faces in it. I don't no, know. Like. You mean like get new characters, or you mean like replace the current characters with new actors? Yeah, I I would want to replace the current characters with different actors. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't like. I don't like changing the name of one character to be played by somebody else. I would get new characters. Okay, but yeah, yeah. Okay, I get what you mean now. No, I would want different people playing the same people. Yeah, no, I don't want that. Okay, I just wanted to run that by you. Um, if it were to come back, what what app or what? network do you think it would be good on fox yeah yeah it feels like a fox show not fx show a fox show damn when you when you put it that way it does that's a good spot actually i think i had i was thinking of a different answer actually what were you thinking i was thinking usa to be honest you were thinking usa oh my god usa's old people network it's not for anybody Damn, man. What if people at USA really like our podcast? Because you're shitting on them. I mean, I watch stuff on USA. I, I used to watch a lot of NCIS, House, Burn Psych, Notice. Monk, Burn Notice. Like, I watch all that on USA, but I'm just saying, like, I don't watch USA anymore. Damn. I think you're just, you just have feelings towards the show that we're, we're reviewing at the end. It's okay. Yeah, it might be that. I'm just lingering feelings. So, okay, final thoughts. Do you, would you recommend this show to someone? Yeah, I would definitely say check it out. If you if you like shows that are somewhat like buddy copy, not the norm, this is something to definitely check out. Yeah. And the first first two episodes will get you hooked if you like it. it and, or you don't like it right away. You'll know right away. It's not one of those shows where you have to watch a bunch of episodes to figure it out. I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you brought that up, actually, because one thing I do want to start doing going forward, because I think we are pretty good at predicting when it gets good and where people would get hooked. I do mm-hmm. think we should start saying that a lot more. So you personally think it gets, it'll get you hooked Like the first it. two episodes, because I think that, I think it takes two episodes before the first part's resolved. Yeah. So I think the first two episodes, you'll know if you are going to watch this or not. I agree, actually. I think that's, uh, I don't have nothing else. That's actually perfectly put. Yeah. I think two episodes, I think it's it's very niche, um, but it's super enjoyable. It's like you're going to have more of a positive experience than a negative one. Yep. And they, they kind of give you the vibe and the tone of the rest of the show because that's basically how it plays out the rest of the way. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. So our next show is, I will admit, I hated I hated every idea of this show. <laughs> but I knew you would never watch this on your own. But I'm so glad. But that's that's the thing I, I am happy about in doing this in, in our in our amazing podcast is that now you know we're, we're we're having to watch shows that we don't usually watch, and this was like I fucking enjoyed this show. It is Firefly. So yeah, it originally aired on Fox. 
Yes. It is a Josh Sweden show, if you remember him. He did Avengers, Ooh. Angel, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So it is. this is a space western drama. Which, when I saw that, like, is there a, a space western genre that we're just not, like, are there other there space are, westerns? Kinda. Okay. So this is a budget issue kind of reason why this exists. This category exists. Okay. Because if you think about it, if you ever had to make a show about the West, like being in a Western, it's really cheap to make. It's just like desert, huts, guns, <laughs> and horses, right? <laughs> so they, so like, if you make it a space Western, like you don't need too much CG stuff if you're going to be on planets that look like you're in a desert. Yeah. They, so it's kind of- They were just in Arizona. Yeah. That's really it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, But it is- it aired on Fox. Okay. It has it's starring uh, Nathan Fillion, our boy, who's cap. Yep, he's Captain Reynolds, and his new show is The Rookie on ABC. He also on Castle. If you guys remember that, they did like a whole crossover episode too with Firefly. It was really great. That's dope. Then we have Gina Torres, who plays Zoe, who's on Suits. Oh yes, yes. And uh, I think her other show was Pearson. I think it was. Yeah, which also was up in the running for something we were going to review, but it got canceled as well. Yep. Uh, Alan Tudyk, who was on Dodgeball and Tucker and Dale. Oh, yes. Yes. He was yeah. funny in both. And he, he plays uh, Zoe's husband and he's a pilot. Okay. Uh, Marina Baccarina. Baccarina? Baccarina, who plays Inra and she's in Deadpool. She does Stargate. She was in V. She does like a lot of sci-fi stuff. You'll see her in Homeland. Um, Adam Baldwin, who is Jane. And he was in Full Metal Jacket. He was actually in, I think, Burn Notice and Chuck. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, Ronald Glass, who plays Shep. I don't really know much about him. I didn't read a lot about him either. Yeah. I don't remember seeing him in anything else either. So that's that's where I... That's that's basically the main-ish cast. Um, Which, so, by the way, before we go on, fucking star-studded. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially like now wise, it's very what a stacked cast, dude. Yeah. So, what's the basic premise of the show then? How would you put it? <sighs> Since oh god, it's basically like Cowboy Bebop in a way. It's like all right, it basically is like the exploration of like a, a group of people uh, post intergalactic civil war that are all like on this spaceship that basically goes on errands <laughs> for fourteen episodes. <laughs> In the future, errands, or you could say they're like a smuggler ship. How are you? Yeah, I mean, just kind of just a. It's like living check to check almost. Also, can we talk about how dope the ship was? All right, so I think if it yes, it is dope. I just feel like the CGI really just didn't do it justice, but it's it's dope. I'm giving it dope points. Yeah, I I just like the way that they designed the ship over like the shape it could be. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, all right, I'm going to I'm gonna kind of put it into historical context because there's a lot that you need to just go into the show knowing. Go for it. Go for it. So, all right, let me just, I'm just going to say it. Just correct me if I'm wrong because this is what I gathered. So, it's basically right. 500 years into the future. Um, and basically, the, the Chinese and American governments kind of formed together as one. And okay. they created what is known as the alliance. So, it's like the alliance government. <clears throat> yeah. Pretty much the the current solar system that we're in now uh, burnt out and people migrated to other solar systems where planets had to get terraformed and they're all under alliance control. 
Um, but m- the majority of the show takes place in like the outer rim planets, which is like, yeah, you can also relate that to Star Wars. They had outer rim planets, but yeah, basically the outer rim planets had a civil war with the Alliance um, and they were fighting as the brown coats, which is where Captain Reynolds and Zoe was. Um, so they lost that war. And this is pretty much their lives after that. So Captain Reynolds is the, the captain of the ship. He He's kind of like Han Solo, I guess. He runs like, you know, money schemes and stuff like that just to keep going. Um, and I guess what I wanted to ask you that I didn't really understand is, is he so is he now no longer like a fan of either side? No. So, well, I'm going to correct a little bit what you said. OK. And then I'll answer your question. Basically, the alliance part doesn't come until after they left our solar system. And once they leave the solar system, the inner planets become the alliance and they think that everyone should be under the rules. And then what you rest of the stuff you said we let. Okay. And um, he, well, the other side doesn't exist anymore. What do you The mean? alliance is all that, alliance won the war. So now right. there is no. Right. But now, but like, is he just indifferent towards the alliance now? Like, I, no, I, he, he still doesn't like the alliance. He hates the alliance. He hates the alliance. Like, he would do whatever he can to screw the alliance if he could. Okay. Which he does, if you remember in some of the episodes. Yeah, but I just felt like earlier, like, there were only a few flashback episodes that I was like, okay, I guess he doesn't like them. But there were a lot of indifferent, like, I feel like he could have hated them more. But he, I guess he's just more about, like, his own life now. Well, I think you can only, especially in this time, like, since they now rule, you can hate them as much as you want, even if you show it or not. But, like, you can't do stuff without kind of getting in bed with the Alliance at the same time. Like, he won't be able to do anything then. Because they're pretty much everywhere, right? Yeah, it's like he has to figure ways around them. He can't just be like, I'm going to attack the Alliance all the time and show my hatred for them. Like, it's better for him just to avoid them altogether. Okay, I guess I guess that makes sense. But um, yeah, I guess general first first thoughts, like I said, it, it does feel like Cowboy Bebop in a good way. I did like that. I think that helped me like the show more. Um, I like that a lot of the episodes are on different planets or just they're just like really not in one place all the time. Um. What really stood out to me is like you can definitely tell the cast is fucking tight and they're like it's a good cast. They all work well together. Um, they were both like all of them are pretty much young in their careers, right? So it's just yeah, you yeah. can tell the, the great cast chemistry on screen. Um, I liked. I mean, you know, I'm a sucker for westerns, so like I felt like it had a high chance of it being corny, and I think some of that's just due to budgeting. But like the western aspect of it was fucking sick. Like. I'm in. Yeah. It got me. And yeah, so. I guess lastly, it, it felt like a, like for sure it's, you told me it's a cult classic and I didn't believe you, but oh, from, yeah. from the start, it's a cult classic. Oh yeah. It's a cult classic. So, so what were your first thoughts though? Well, I watched, so I had to think about that one cause I watched this when it first aired back. I think it was 2000s. This came out. Yeah. Like Oh two, Oh three, maybe. Yeah. So one thing is, because of the budgeting and uh, how they had to make the show, because during that time, like doing full CG is not a thing as cheap as it is now. Okay. So it has a very Star Wars vibe. Like, if you remember the 80s movies like Star Wars episode yeah. uh, four, five, and six? Yeah, you're right. That's how the ship flying in space feels like. Like, they're just like moving through this, like, you know, like box or something. Yeah, yeah. So that was the vibe I got. And then the other vibe was uh, they. It felt like they thought China was going to take over because there is a lot of like random Chinese languages that we get in there. How did that make you feel? It was odd because it didn't fit in ever. 
And like, I feel like that was one of the corny parts. Like, I'm going to say they're corny, but there are very few corny things about the show, to be honest. But that was one of them. I just didn't. Yeah. The random Chinese just was weird. Yeah. And then the other thing was uh, being, I guess, a whore or they called them companions. Oh, yeah. Which is like, if you don't have one, you can't get anything done because you can't get on planets. Because if you don't have a good companion, it's like, a, it's like they call her the ambassador for that reason. Yeah. Well, but they they. They use that word like companion and whore. like no uh, those are whores like they just say it out loud straight up I'm just like damn which was totally weird from coming from like it feels like a family friendly show right is it it's not <laughs> well, all right so I guess that makes me all right let's go into the characters because every character on the show I I thought was fucking good I don't know yeah so if we for the character dive let's do this the original crew. Mm. Is uh we have the captain, which is um Malcolm Reynolds, Malcolm yeah. Then we have Zoe, mm-hmm. who is they they had they were in the war together, and she is the second in command, you can say. Right. Then we had uh Jane. Okay, right. Who was a mercenary? Yeah. Um, I don't remember the engineer's name. Uh, Kaylee. Kaylee, she was the mechanic, and then the pilot. Uh. Wh- wh- which pilot? What oh yeah, uh, yeah. Alan oh, Alan right. Dick. Yes, he played. Uh, he plays Zoe's husband. Yes, the pilot. That. Yep, that was the main cast, and the first episode they decided to take on some passengers, and this is when we meet the rest of the cast. Right, Simon and his sister River. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, Shep. Did you feel like all right? Does this come across that they all have secrets? Like, did you get that? Yeah, yeah. Now they they all have something that they're hiding that we don't. I mean, not as much with the original crew, I feel like, but the people that came onto the ship. I just, it, it gave me the vibe. Like, I feel like earlier on, I felt like everyone, I mean, I don't know if it's written that way, but I feel like everyone had a secret and like we were supposed to figure out all these secrets or or they'd tell it to us eventually. Yeah, I don't know. I, I had a vibe with like, like Shep, Simon and uh, the River. Okay. But not with the original cast. Maybe Inra, which I forgot to mention, like she had something that we didn't know about, and her weird thing with Captain Reynolds. Yeah. So I mean, who was your who was your favorite character? Captain Reynolds. Yeah, I or think Jane. Z- or Jane. Or Jane. I didn't like Jane. I felt like Jane was kind of a dick. <laughs> that was uh, a boy. Zoe. I think Zoe was my favorite because Zoe was the one that like would never back down and would probably fuck you up. Did you find it funny that Zoe would take Captain Reynolds' side over her husband's side? Yes, all the time. <laughs> uh, that was hilarious. All right. Also, I think I had to ask you this as I was watching. So, yeah. River, explain River's backstory or like what she so eventually becomes. So, when I explain River's backstory, am I going to bring up other source material? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's important. All right. So, we talked about how this was a cult classic. And because it was such a like fan favorite, even though the show got canceled after one season, uh, they actually made a movie called Serenity. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Yep. And that's the name of the ship. And in that movie, we learn a bit more about what River actually is. Okay. So the Alliance... Also, wait, let took- me stop you. I just want to say, yep. I didn't watch the movie. But yeah, Cornell did watch the movie, yeah. Mm-hmm. So... River is almost like she went to the special school and they were doing experiments on her and the other kids where they were cutting into the brain. They removed parts of her brain for like emotion, this and that. 
They basically Jeez. made her a psychic. Yeah, they made her a psychic. And a living weapon. So in the movie, they actually send signals to the television like an ad that activates her. And she literally annihilates the entire uh, bar. And then her brother comes in and says a phrase that shuts her down and puts her to sleep. Oh, shit. So that would explain why they're on the run from the Alliance. Yeah, because they were experimenting on her and they want her to use her as a weapon. They don't want other people to find out. And her brother took her and she was the best one actually out of all the experiments they did too wow and also if you remember in one of the episodes in the show um kaylee's like pinned down in river like closes her eyes and just shoots like five guys without yeah. looking yeah, yeah, yeah that's like that's because she's like psychic and she's a weapon she knows how to do all that stuff and she knows stuff if you remember she says stuff to people and they're just like how do you know this stuff yeah so that that all gets explained in the movie and the movie is kind of st- there to give you closure about like yeah let's we don't let's, know what's going on let's talk more about the movie so did you did you feel the closure like did it yeah because i mean it was better than nothing i wish it was another movie but there right. isn't but it explained like what river was who she was it also actually explained what the reavers were remember the reavers all right that was another question do we ever meet the reavers because i feel like i watched we that don't... whole thing and i've never seen a reaver we don't meet them in the show, in that show, but we see them in the movie. They're basically oh, you do see them in the movie, yeah, because it's they're they're part of the main story. Oh shoot! Okay, they tell you how they were created. Yeah, well, they're like what? They're like zombie cannibals, right? They're kind not. Of. They're actually. Well, I'll just tell you because you're not gonna. I don't know if you're gonna watch a movie, but I will. But I, I mean, you could. You should still explain it though. Uh, the Alliance created this new drug that's supposed to make you not angry and violent. Okay. So so they had this new colony and they released a drug in the air there and it did two things. You either just stopped doing everything because you became non-compliant. Like you were, you just didn't want to do anything because you didn't want to be aggressive towards anybody. <laughs> so you just stopped living. You sat there and you withered away. And then 10% of the population, the opposite effect happened where the aggression got uh, increased. Oh, damn. And that's what the Reavers became, where they, they would start mutilating their bodies. They would, like, rape, kill, eat other humans. And that's that's how the Reavers were created. And in the show, it's basically... Well, that, that's why I said it like that, because in the show, they kind of describe it as that, like, some human cannibals, pretty much, that will try to eat you. Well, in the show, they say that they went out too far into space and they went crazy. Yeah, yeah, actually, yes. That's that's kind yeah. of... But they they do say like they they are cannibals. That's what they yeah they're cannibals. And they, they remember she said like they're gonna they're gonna eat you, they're gonna rape you, and they're gonna cut you. Hopefully they do it in the right order. Right. So right. <laughs> I was like, oh shit! All right. Oh, if you actually remember in one of the episodes, they had uh, a guy becoming a reaver too because he went insane. But do we see that? I don't remember seeing like yeah, the face. He- he started cutting himself, so we saw a little bit of it. But in the movie, like you see straight on full on, like like imagine a mouth with no lips. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, like it's it's kind of grotesque. Interesting. That kind of makes me want to watch the movie more, actually. Yeah. Um. But okay. So, so are you happy with the offering of Serenity? Like you're you're cool with it? I'm like sixty seventy five percent cool with it. Twenty five percent. I wish there was another movie. Yeah, but that's. I feel like. That's you for a lot of things. I'll take no, a, like I'll take a seventy five percent satisfied you. I mean, like you know, like this 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 has a lot of potential storylines that haven't been hit. It does, yeah, because which, it ended with one season, which actually is what kind of fits me into my next thing. Because I'm always I'm always thinking about 
kind of how things would work in different platforms. So, for instance, I always had this like million dollar idea that we're going to give away and someone's going to make and I'm going to be pissed. But all right, what is it? So basically, it's just like all these scenes or like certain shows could work really well as like basically like move like GTA movie scene, like like GTA game scenes. So, for instance, I feel like you can make Firefly into a successful video game. I think it I think it's has great missions. I think it, you know, you'd be in space. It's like it's basically like probably a bootleg Metroid Prime almost or Smuggler's Run, the PS2 game. Yeah. What do you what do you think about that? Yeah, I, I think you have a good point. Like it, it has the, I, you know, it's funny when I watch stuff. Sometimes I have the same thought, like, "Wow, this will make a really good video game." And like, just for the simple fact, like, you know, you're always traveling. They're always on, you know, they're on the run from many things, like the Alliance yeah. and Reavers, and just like a bunch. Like, it's just an eclectic crew, and I think yeah. that works so well. And you would you would like be upgrading your ship, and you'd be fighting these people off, and you'd be going to different places. And I think it would make games. a great video game. I'm surprised yeah. it never got made. It'll be like a crossover between GTA and Smugglers Run in space. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I some. Like it. I think someone's uh, someone's missing some money here. Yeah, I would play it. Would you play it? Hell yeah. Well, okay. So this brings me to my next thought. Then. Okay. Do you think Firefly? future like what they predict the future is more believable than star trek i think so it's just it's something that i was thinking about like i think they're okay it's like basically like their future is like humanity is pretty much the same like we're all still fuckheads like maybe (laughs) maybe the technology is upgraded a little bit but i mean even them like they use like old-fashioned guns in the show right like it's some lasers but they still have like old-fashioned weapons well the way I look at it is, I think Firefly's future is more believable. And the reason they have all those old weapons and stuff is, they have the new tech, but you have to be able to afford it. So if you're not yes. in the Alliance planets, you can't afford shit outside in the backwater country. But that's why I think it's more believable. Yeah. Exactly. And what they said makes sense, because our solar system at some point is going to die. What are we going to do? Sit there and watch it happen or leave? Right. Right. So we left. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's. I feel like this is a conversation that's going to be had later, but yeah. yeah, I don't know about the, the China taking over part, but oh my god! All right, let's <laughs> let's let's get to that real quick before we hit some right. other things. Go ahead. What, Explain what happened here. I mean, just the even okay. Even before we get to the songs and stuff, there were just <laughs> random times where they did play Asian music and Western music kind of together. Or they just talked randomly in Asian curses and like random, like when they got pissed off, Asian came, like Chinese came out. Yeah, I, I just, that really threw me off. So here's the way I look at it. Normally, if you watch like, uh, like, like, for example, like your mom or your dad, like since we have parents who are from India, when they get really mad, they might speak in the yeah. native tongue because it's faster, right? It's easier. Right. So... When they when they get pissed off and they're speaking in Chinese, it kind of just makes it seem like that's the language they're used to speaking, and they learn English afterwards. But it's so weird. It's so it's, weird the it, way they do it, it. It's out of place. It doesn't feel like it fits there. That's the only thing that was weird about the show, I think. Yeah. Or even they had the one episode where uh, they were watching, like, a, they were at the theater, and it was, like, a Chinese <laughs> folktale, and it was all in Chinese, and it was just like, what? That's the only criticism I have. I'm just like, it's just very, like, I feel like 
that messes with the cadence of talking and it messes with the pacing of the show. I'm just like, why even do that? Like they thought they thought that was going to catch on and be cool. I don't know. Well, side question then. Do you think they could have done it in a better way? Or do you think there's no way to do this good? I mean, I think the way they did it is the correct way for the time. Um, I think they could do without the Chinese. Okay. I I agree with you completely. I don't think they need it or they need to figure out a way better way of doing it. I do think, though, this is a cult classic. I, I would say we are part of the cult, but it makes me realize, like, there are really cheesy elements to the show. So do you think cult classics like need to have a cheesy element to it? I feel like they do. Even if they don't want to, they end up having it. Yeah. And that's what people end up liking, right? Yeah, it's just it's like comfort. Because if you flip it on me and you say like what like what about the show did you enjoy? I'd probably be like, eh, you know, the random Chinese. <laughs> yeah. Even though it was the terrible. Random. It was terrible. No, that makes sense. So what what really was the reason for it to be canceled? Like what was I know there was like a weird rollout. Like what? So there was actually a couple of things. Uh one of the things was like I told you, remember how the pilot and Zoe were married? Right. Fox didn't like that. They wanted Joss Whedon to get rid of that altogether. He said <laughs> no. Okay. And I feel like because you said no, they're like, "Well, fuck you guys. We're going to air all your episodes out of order." <laughs> that was that's really fucked up. Yeah. So, like, you know the first episode where they all come on the ship? Yeah. That actually was the last episode aired. Wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, it was super odd watching it because, and they, and the reason Fox didn't care was that, for the, I guess the way they thought the show was, each episode was just a random story by itself, didn't connect to any other story, so it didn't matter what air episode okay. they, you know, like, they aired, so, like, it fucked it all up. But it was... It I would it would fuck with me like why are they who are these people and why are they meeting now at the end? I also like so I was reading that this was like Josh Wynn really wanted this to be his masterpiece. Like he yeah he, he got you know he did a lot of reading about the Battle of Gettysburg. That's where he kind of got the idea from, and like he just put his all into it. And it what got canceled halfway throughout the season. Yeah, it, this no I I think I'm, I don't know what I feel like it might have finished airing. Also, wasn't the first, I think that's what confused me, like, wasn't the first episode two hours? Like, that That really, I think I even texted you, I was like, dude, I don't know if I can watch 14 episodes yeah, yeah, of no. two hours. The, the first episode was two hours, but like I said, the way the actual show aired was not like that. Yeah, I do feel bad about that, because, I mean, anytime a network airs your shit out of order, or even actually, also what I was reading, they they would just willingly, like... If there was Family Guy on, or if there was a baseball game on, they would just cut off like the airing of Firefly yeah. and just like replace it. This was also thrown in the the Friday night, which is considered to be like the dead area of all TV shows. Like if you're getting moved to the Friday lineup, you're pretty much getting canceled. And they started out on Friday. Oh my god! So they were just yeah burnt from the start. Yeah. And the other thing is, if you uh, when if you do end up watching the show, it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Yep. Yeah. And it's actually in the correct order. It is. I was going to ask you that because as yeah. I was watching, I was like, I really was going to ask you if I watched that in correct order. Yeah, no, it's it's on the correct order. Hulu decided to put everything in the right order when they put it up there instead of what Fox decided to do. Thank you, Hulu. Yeah. Because uh, I've actually rewatched this. This is like my fourth time rewatching it. And when I rewatched it like on 
other sites that aren't real, uh, it's not in order. <laughs> Damn, that's really funny. Yeah. Um, also, in kind of researching this, it was kind of I, I remember seeing all these things, but never got why. And it's really funny that it kind of comes back to here now. Like, I don't know if you remember all the shout outs Firefly got, like Family Guy shouted them out and made fun of them because Family Guy had to get kind of put on the back burner for a little bit. And they were like, you know, it's because of Firefly, which is funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, community said that Firefly was unjustly canceled. Um, I don't know if you remember that Donald Glover said that. Yeah, it it became a recurring joke actually that Firefly got canceled way before it should have been canceled, and a lot of shows. And I get that now, like now. Yeah. Um, but apparently, it was because of the DVD sales. The DVD sales kind of sparked back the whole fandom. Yeah, so that's what I said. It became a cult classic when it got canceled. DVD sales helped because the DVD actually wasn't just like the basic DVD. Like he put it in a lot of other content, like how it was made behind the scenes, how he got the characters to do what they needed to do, how he came up with this stuff, concept art. Like, so it was actually worth buying for people that were fans. Yeah. And because of that, plus the cult following and the comic books, it helped drive the movie to be being made as an actual release in theaters not like a directive tape movie like it was in theaters i'm trying to think like is that the new like the new dvd revival is that just like netflix and hulu picking it back up and like we rediscover it oh because ah. i feel like dvd sales revival is a thing and it used to be a thing so i'm like what is taking place of that now which would be streaming like lucifer yeah, or that show you. Yeah, and the show you. I don't. I didn't watch that one, but I watched Lucifer. It got canceled on Fox. It was so popular on Netflix that there was a petition, and Netflix brought it back for the last season. Oh, same thing with yeah. I guess with Brooklyn Nine Nine too. Now that I think about it, right? Yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine got canceled on Fox, and then it got a huge following, and NBC picked it up, and it's back on the air. Yeah, so basically, we're just asking for a new Firefly movie. That's really it. Yeah, Josh, I know you're making a lot of Marvel <laughs> movies, but like we we would like a conclusion to what's going on here. This is your masterpiece, man. What are you doing? Yeah. Finish the masterpiece. <laughs> All <laughs> right. All right. So I guess in any final thoughts. Um, so we do agree that it is a cult classic. We are in the cult audience for it. Um, yep. So, again, if it were to get rebooted, you would want everyone back or o- original OG cast. At least. Most of them, and if not, a different character and explaining why someone left. Okay. Um, but, but actually, when you watch the movie, uh, I won't tell you. I'll let you watch the movie and figure out why. Okay, but that's good. I mean, everyone I can eventually. come back. Yeah. Uh, this is in my top five of sci-fi shows to watch. Ooh, damn. That's big. Like, if you've that. never watched sci-fi, this is one that I would say you should definitely check out. I totally agree. It's it's beautiful. It's like perfectly placed sci-fi stuff. It's a balance of sci-fi and normal. I feel like it's a balance of sci-fi, normality, and Chinese. Yep. And, <laughs> and I feel like the last like three episodes or four episodes are like the best. Oh, amazing! And that's yeah. really actually where you can like really gauge a show, like their last run, like last couple episodes, yeah. how well that came together. It was it was really like that. Nice. That last finale, like I was like, "Damn, this is where it ends." Yeah, yeah. It, it. I think that's the only thing I. I guess we can get to that. Like, what did you think about the ending? It gave us a glimpse into River, which was one of the characters that was a mystery basically throughout the whole season. 
Yeah. And I liked that it focused on her finally. Yes. I, I was wondering and if they would touch on it. Yeah. And I think and if you if you watch the last episode, you knew that they had plans for a season two. So in the it, way that ended. If it were to get rebooted or picked back up, what app do you see picking them up? Quibi. Oh yeah. <laughs> I feel like this would do really well as a short, short episode. But it but but Kibi's only like about five to ten minutes. You think it would oh, still no. fit? Okay, so imagine the episodes we watched. Imagine cutting half the bullshit out. It's either... I mean, I don't disagree with you. I'm also just surprised that Sci-Fi never... Like, the Sci-Fi Network itself has never tried to do well, anything. When this came out, Sci-Fi Network wasn't making original content, really. They were just buying content and re-airing it on their show. That's true. But I feel like it would be so... It would fit so well. I think so many people would enjoy it to be back on Sci-Fi. Yeah, no, it, it, it was on the Sci-Fi Network at one point, but they didn't make it again. They just... They bought it and they aired it in the correct order. Oh, yeah. All right. Um... Do you all right? So, how many episodes do you think you'd say someone would get hooked by the first episode, man? Wow, it's, it's, it's two hours. It's it everything. is two hours. You're right. That's your only reason. If it wasn't two hours, I would say like probably like three or four. But like the first episode gives you everything you need. You get all the information on the characters. You get all the information on the new stuff. And then as it goes on, they explain more about each individual character, like who Jane is, who the pilot is, who Zoe is, and we learn. I think I think I would have to say four episodes. Okay, I'll say three episodes, not including episode one, just because okay. I do think the episodes after are interesting. Like, yeah, it's the I start of learning. Better gauge. Yeah, I think you're a better gauge of that because, like I said, I'm, I'm kind of biased towards the show. Yeah, yeah. No, I think by I, – no, I think you're right. By episode one, you'll probably know where you want to go with this, but episodes like two, three, and four definitely give you – a lot more to like dig into. Yep. Um, do you think it's, this is something I want to ask about Terriers too, but do you think it's, this show was ahead of its time? Yeah, hundred percent. This one, Terriers, I didn't think so. Okay. But this one, I think, uh, it was way ahead of its time in a sense, especially where it aired because sci-fi shows didn't really air on Fox or NBC or ABC. They all basically aired on sci-fi. Now. That's a good point. That's a good point. Or some other like other station like premium channels more than the local channels. It it uh what's the word? It kind of repped sci fi shows elsewhere. That's what you want to see. Yeah, you want to see the genre on different networks where it usually wouldn't be. So I guess that's and, a fair point. And it yeah, and in reality, it definitely like if you read about why it canceled, Fox didn't want to even put this show on the air. I'm disappointed in them, man. I really am. Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah, yeah. It, it's he like because I watched Buffy, I watched Angel. They were great shows. I, I those I didn't really watch, but I actually I, I only watched Angel because it was on before I went to school. I get the mainstream appeal of them, but it's just that those two shows are not for me. I definitely pick Firefly over a majority of those shows. Oh no, no, no! If I if you told me to pick one of the three shows, I would pick Firefly too. So I guess we're in agreement. It is recommended. It is a cult classic. It's really a shame it got canceled after season one. Um, so we do yeah. recommend you check it out on Hulu. Yeah, and we both say it should not have been canceled. Yeah, we need to start a petition or something. Or is the, I'm sure there's yeah. one that that's already out. There might be. Who knows? I mean, we technically got Serenity, and that might be from a petition too. For all we know, I don't. I didn't really look into it. Damn, I gotta watch Serenity. It's on Hulu. Uh, it's not on Hulu. You're gonna have to find it somewhere else. 
yeah, we have we have uh we have some options. Yeah. Um so the yeah. next show. Oh, I'm dreading this. Your favorite show. <laughs> I'm so upset because when we initially talked about this concept, I wanted uh, three good shows because it it would be something to talk about. It's something that we can agree like I think me and you both have the hope in shows that like yeah the ma- the vast majority of shows we watch we hope are good like or we hope that we can watch for a long period of time. The show that we switched this out for was actually better. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's um, it's killing me. Yeah. All right. So how about you to let the people know what this beautiful show is? All right. So it is Treadstone. Um, it is a action drama show uh basically created by tim king and is based on the robert ludlum uh born series novels it stars um jeremy irvin uh tracy uh Liebcher, omar metwali um han huju uh brian smith who was the guy from sense eight and stargate um gabrielle shenancy emilia shul and michelle forbes so tell them the premise wow. Alright, so this takes place basically after the Bourne movies, the way that we watched in theaters. Okay. And it it also, so it jumps to the past and after the Bourne movies, basically. And it basically shows us how... I think you should repeat that, though. Just just because... <laughs> yeah, okay, hold on. It's a little, it's a little hard to say. No, 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 no. Right. I'm saying your point that it goes back and forth needs to be Yeah, repeated. oh my god. Okay, okay. So... <laughs> It likes to jump from the past to the future without telling you. Oh, my God. So you guys are super confused. But that's not the point right now with the premise. <laughs> All right. Fine. So it, it, it tells us about another program called Cicada, which was pre-Treadstone. And so the past kind of shows what happened before Treadstone. And the present is what's after Treadstone. And we're getting scenarios related to both stories at the same time. But it's very hard to follow because they don't tell you where in time you are half the time and in reality if they just skipped all the past stuff i think it would have been <laughs> 10 times better levon i don't know about you but that's how i feel all right i mean my my first thoughts on it is i was initially so excited about it because actually you know i was watching uh the i was watching the first three born movies before we decided to watch this so i was like you know what? it's probably going to be a good yeah. transition um i was texting nonstop. i think first yeah. of all it has to say it has to be stated that the action scenes are incredible it's probably the best yeah action choreography i've seen in a while on just a regular tv show we're not we're not debating if the action was good or not we're debating about the story that's okay so then it brings me to the story i think it, when they di- i don't think it tells you that they jump back and forth until episode six. Like they probably felt like they needed to tell people. So they kept putting in like present day, present day when obviously clearly it was the present day. I uh, rewatched episode. I think it was two. Okay. And that's when I caught on that. The first guy that we meet is in the seventies because when he gets back to the CIA, they say 1970 something. Yeah. But but they don't put it up enough, and it's not big enough where you're paying attention to like see it. Like it needs, it should just be like in the middle of the screen, saying like 1971. Yeah, present day. Like so, we know there was a but lot. Right. There was a lot wrong with this. I guess it it really like they really fell apart after episode six. I think me and you like 
succinctly were like, oh my Fuck, god, there's no stopping this, is there? Because it, episode six, so when they went like super heavy into the past, and it got super confusing because they it wasn't connecting. So I'm all right. I'm I'm trying to think. So count with me, I, and I and I might be missing some. So I'm trying okay. to th- track how many storylines there were. Right. So it was. Well, hold on. It, yeah. Technically, it was. I would say two. How many do you think it was? No, no, no. I, I think you got to take each agent's thing as a storyline. But they were connected, so I count it as one. But that you, but see, we completed it, so we see it that way. But as a viewer, you don't think about it that way. Okay, so, so count them off like a week. So. so it's the 1970s. Yeah. It's the reporter who's trying to find the truth and all that. Do you want to counter as one? I am. find out till the end? Okay, no, I so then yeah. Okay. So, because yeah. I'm I'm explaining how I think people are gonna see it. Okay. Okay. So that's that's two. So that's two. The third is the Korean lady. Yeah. The fourth is the uh, the guy from Sense Eight. His uh, his like handler wife is the nurse, and she he's yeah. his story. Um. The and then it's the fifth one is the Indian. I think the Indian sleeper agent. Oh yeah, but you're. Um, I think you got to also include the other guy that they caught. Yeah. Okay. I, that's another one. I mean, that could be arguably made for what a sixth, a sixth yeah, storyline. And, and I was gonna say the remember the agent that was with him that was normal. Yeah. The white guy. Either he can have his own story, or he's part of the other stories. However, you want to put that one. But so I let's would say six. For argument's sake, let's give him one too. So that okay, is seven, seven separate storylines in a 10 episode show now in so this show aired on usa 10 episodes but relatively new show right 2019 yeah it's it's well actually like last year literally it's not that far okay uh out of the seven storylines technically i think they wanted everything to connect which you don't find out till the end basically yeah but besides the one in the past, literally, the other the one, yeah, basically, besides the one in the past, you can say out of the six that are left, five connect together very well throughout the 10 episodes. It's almost like they felt like they needed to like, OK, so if, it, if it's an hour episode, they felt like they needed to dedicate like 30 minutes in the 1970s and then 30 minutes in the present. And then they just kept doing that, except. There were so many different yeah. storylines that you just got cut off. There was just cluttered. There's no room for. So to me, Bourne is a pretty big character. Like Jason Bourne's character that was in the show was pretty impactful, right? Yes. Hell yeah. So if you're going to make a TV show about, let's say, Treadstone, which was the program. I like like I feel like if they didn't focus on the past, till maybe season two. The show would have been way better. I totally agree. I like okay, let's I guess let's talk about what we liked. I liked the fact that it was it took place in many different countries because even in the Bourne series it was many different countries, many different languages. I thought that was yep. super cool. Uh, and I liked that they spoke their own languages. Yeah, that was that was amazing to see. Um again, we said the fighting was amazing, the music was great. Um and then I, I it just slowly did connect. It's slowly connected, but I mean, are you happy with the connection? With the five people I talked about, yeah, like the Korean lady, the the other guy from Stargate, the handler guy, the 
uh, reporter chick. Like, all those stories kind of made sense to me. I enjoyed watching it. I was looking forward to it. And they went to the past, and I was like, can I just stop watching now? So, the past is really what got you. Yeah, because, like, it didn't connect to the present till the end, which is, okay, I get what you're doing, but, like, it doesn't help move the story forward. Instead, it stops the story from progressing. I think, really, they all, like... All of it was to point out about stiletto sticks, stiletto sticks, and the Russian nuclear codes and everything, right? They really could have just said that in the first episode, and ha- and just it was done. Exactly, with. and they could have just had like the the first episode have the flashback and explain who those people were, and that was it. It was a bunch of mishmash, and I think this is the only time I've ever felt bad pacing. This was a badly paced show. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Do you think? I mean, I guess on the flip side, do you think there were any characters you liked or that you can grab onto? I like the North Korean lady and the reporter. My problem with the reporter, though, is that scene where she was getting chased on the street. You know, they were all driving and shit. How does she know how to drive that fucking well? She's just a reporter. But it was as if she... Agent. What? She's a sleeper agent. No, I don't think so. Are you, no, maybe... they said... Did you finish it? Yeah, the 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 report she's a, she's a, she's a cicada. Was she? Did you not? It, it was in the last episode. She's a cicada. She finds out when she goes visits the chick. Remember the old chick that was watching Stiletto Six? Yeah, the the Russian she lady visits her. She's like, um, and she's the one that says like, "Oh my god, I can't believe the cicada in my house." And then they confirm it later on when the the old ball guy that was running Treadstone or whatever it was, yeah, from CIA, Michael Gadsden. He says, "Yeah, this is her eight. This is her cover, and this is she's a cicada. She she's she's one of them." I don't know, man. Like, well, I, they flat out say it. I guess I missed that, but regardless, I just feel like, but but people, I've read people point that out. You know what I mean? Like I've seen other people point out the fact that it feels that sh- that's unbelievable like well if she you want to make it if, a good one if you want to if you want to forget about the part that she's cicada she was a taxi driver in london all right so just because you're a taxi driver in london means you can dri- drive like jason Bourne. Hey, but in reality the way i look at it is she, when we find out later that she was a sleeper agent like the she was programmed that programming might be in her where when she needs it it comes out because i feel like that's what happens to some of the people and I actually I did like that part. I'd like I I think they should have stuck with the concept of just make a show where there's a bunch of sleeper agents that wake up. That's it. And the people waking them up weren't the government. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually the crew that originally created them and they were using it to get money basically. Yeah. I mean that's that's what it always goes down yeah. to. I mean come to think of it, I think if they just like did one season on one sleeper agent, they could have like five seasons and it would have been amazing. Yeah, that would have been awesome. I also didn't mind that there was multiple ones in the thing because it was all building to something, right? And besides the past stuff, it made sense because the North Korean chick was getting the plans for Stella Six, who her husband was working for. Yeah. The other guy, he found out that he was being activated and the group that was activating was, was the ones activating the other agent. So that's how he connected to it. Right. Yeah, the other report, you know, so like it was, it was all kind of adding pieces to it, and the only disconnect literally was the shit in the past. Yeah. So either way, from what you said, like if they remove the past, or they just focus on one agent at a time, maybe like it ended with the cliffhanger, and the next season filled in the blanks, or not even honestly, if they just did a season of one sleeper agent that had to do one mission, and we didn't know like everything about them, I, I honestly would still be happy. Like, I, I take yeah. that. 
I think it's hard to do this show just for the reason of how big Jason Bourne actually was. And you think it over, it was just too big of shoes to fill. Yeah. Because like, okay. So like, for example, if you, if you, if you saw a show like this, that focused on one person, right? No matter what, in the back of your head, you're going to be like, this isn't Jason Bourne. Yeah. Right. Like like he didn't like Jason Bourne, right? You're going to compare him. And they tried to, and Jason Bourne was the best of the best. So it's like, yeah, high bar. So they try to do like a disconnect, I feel like. And this is what they came up with. I agree. That's a good take. I do agree yeah. that they tried to kind of get away from the big name, but I mean, Jesus. Because he was badass, man. You can't you can't compare anyone to him. I'm really trying to remember if her character was the sleeper agent. Because I, no, I, I had to have missed I, that. I, you did. You missed like a good like chunk of that episode. God, I th- well, I guess by the end of it, I was just like, I think one of the things that I oh actually no, that was the plot twist, right? Because I was looking you, for the, I was looking for the uh-huh. plot twist to be like the uh, the North Korean lady's son is going to be in the program. Well, he is. Yeah, yeah. No, that was the, that oh, was yeah. the thing that I thought was most shocking. No, that was. But okay, so do you remember this? Okay, so first thing was. Do you remember the scene where they're in Europe and he's in the river and the guy that was supposed to be dead, who was an agent, was trying to kill him? Yeah. And then someone shoots him in the head? Yeah. That's when she also says, like, I'm Cicada. I got to revisit that. We don't have to, we don't have to revisit, revisit yeah. that, that now, but I think I'm going to have to rewatch that because I didn't really get so, that. Since you watched the movies, who from the show was in the movies? I don't know, actually. They mentioned the one guy, which is the guy I was talking about. He was a CIA agent. Yeah, that Michael kind of Michael Gladstone, who also was in Terriers. Yeah. So besides him, was there anybody else? and the and the other bald guy, the the CIA director, whatever it was. Yeah, I think it was just those two. Which actually okay. brings me back to this one thing I noticed that I wanted to ask you. I, I think I see it often in the Bourne series and also some in Mission Impossible. Um, but do you know like the scenes where they're like all in one room and it's like it's like a war room like there's laptops everywhere yeah. there's it guys everywhere and they're all like well, tracking everyone's movements do yeah. you think that that's corny like do you think there's rooms like that in real life yeah like everyone tracking like this one person down everyone is crammed up in this yeah. one room with many laptops and many it guys i don't know about that many people but i think they're when they're running missions like this there is people hacked into every security system they can get into every camera tracking whatever they can so they can give support do you think that's just a but that but just those specific scenes are often seen in i guess born films like do you see them anywhere else like you said mission impossible is like that i don't know it just makes me feel like i think that type of scene always questioned like i question the pacing I mean, it in it's in other stuff that's not a major spice franchise. I'll say that. Yeah, but like even I think I remember in um, uh, Die Hard where they're like I think the second Die Hard with the with the airplanes yeah. and they're in the air yeah. traffic control room. But I always think like scenes like that stop the movie or like they it kind of like halts pacing. It's something I feel like at this point is implied that you don't need to show it. Maybe just describe it real quick and well, keep going on. Like well, the guy can just be. Okay, let me ask you this. If if the guy's running through the streets of Europe trying to get away from somebody, and he's talking to an earpiece, and they don't show that scene of them being in that room, but in the in your head, would you think that there's a room full of people telling him where to go? So my answer to that is I'd want to see the room once, but my point is that they they show the room a lot. Like, it's repetitive. 
Well, yeah, because they're trying to focus like every little thing that happens in the room. They want to show like, oh, go here and then go here and then they switch back to the guy. Like they don't need to do that. Yeah, I think that's that's one thing that bothers me though. For some reason, it's like a weird thing that bothers me. Like, I get, I get you. You also want to see like the other side of it. Like you're like, what are they planning? What are they doing? But I don't care for it. It doesn't bother me, but I get where you're coming from. Where I would prefer just be like, just pop it up once when he first talks to them, and then the rest of the time we can just infer what's going on. We don't need to know and see it. Yeah. Um. All right. So, do you? All right. Do you think this this show deserved to be canceled? Yeah, one hundred percent. They need to be canceled. Someone else needs to come in and revamp this completely and reboot it properly. This is. I feel like this is like the first show that I really that we've had to watch that like I didn't enjoy. Like I even enjoyed Swamp Thing. There were things of Altered Carbon that I enjoyed. Like this. I wanted to stop watching after episode five. I was I was in it. Uh, yeah, you're right. I think episode six. I was like, "Damn, this sucks." What did you tell me before we got in here? You, uh, Paula, was watching. You watched this. What was she saying to you? I was watching it, and there was a comment that I was not uh, happy with. Like, I did not appear to be happy, and that's, yeah, that's kind of that's right. That's my resonance with the show. I think a lot of all the stuff that we've watched. This might have been the hardest thing to finish. Besides yeah. the puppet show that we you didn't finish. Yeah, well fuck that show. Yeah. This but, was this was, and we had high hopes. We did. This was but I think that's what I was trying to say. Like this is the most disappointed we've ever been, I th- I guess. Especially because we love Jason Bourne the series. Yeah. And the I mean the fighting in this really kept it alive. If there if the fighting wasn't nearly as good, I don't think we would have survived. Yeah. Well, you're right. And the one thing I didn't like was the one of the premise of the story was they're gonna reboot Treadstone after everything that's happened. Yeah, it's like, dude, did you, did you not realize like how this affects humanity? Like, you didn't learn your lesson, You're right? And it felt like a cop out. Like that's gonna be the story. Yes, yes. See, that, I feel like that's something I would have said, but the fact that you're saying it, I'm like, Jesus, this just yeah, sucks. Nah. Because the way the Jason Bourne movies were created and the way it ended, like it, it was impactful in a way where like this. This program doesn't need to exist. So I guess this is kind of a, you know, this is one of those things that backfires on me because I was like, you know, I always think like this show, this movie would look better as a show. And geez. Yeah. Well, I thought the same thing with the fourth movie, which wasn't with uh, Matt Damon. Oh, yeah, yeah. With Jeremy Renner. Yeah. And that's what I thought this was going to be like. And it was not. (laughs) 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 All right. So. Okay, we don't think so. Do you think there's actually a like a cult audience who like this show? If there is, they should just keep it to themselves and not tell anybody ever. Because <laughs> it's embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Do you think there's a cult following for this show? I'm trying to think. So I'm I'm trying to think. I guess in a in a, in a hundred percent percentage, how many people would be in this cult? So initially, I thought it would be like twenty percent or 30 percent but now i'm like it's probably like five percent yeah and the other thing i when i think cult i think that the show ended and it shouldn't have ended and someone decides this needs to become a comic book okay and i consider that as one of the things as being in the cult because the other two shows well not terriers but firefly there's a couple other shows that got canceled that do have comic books to continue the story yes i mean Maybe a comic book could save this. I mean, I also was thinking no, no, this this could can't. be, but this would also be a really cool video game mission. 
yeah, video game wise, this will be amazing. But that's not the point right now. Yeah. The point is how bad the show was. All right, so we're we're not in the cult that wants to see this get revived. No. Uh, well, no, I would say I would want to get it revived, but with a different story. Different story. And I was my next question: Would you want different people in it? Because I think I would. Yes, hundred percent. This is the one show where I would say I would want different people, unless they were connected to the original movie or something. But besides that, yeah. Do you think this, like, if it did get picked up or renewed, like, where do you think it would look good on? Because clearly not USA. Which I talked to you about, because this is USA's normal pattern of shows. This is how they do it. Um, it's disappointing. Actually, NBC or Fox. Really? Yeah. Or even sci-fi, actually. I was going to say, um, I think this would be a good TNT show, because they really try to hype yeah. up the intensity and the drama of everything. This could also work on HBO. Or like Showtime or Stars, a lot of premium channels too. If you go more gory, yeah, probably more gory, maybe more more fucking nudity and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like make it more adult. I but I I think our premise for the show is better than what their premise for the show is. Yeah, because okay, can we talk about the last episode? D- all right, let's talk about the last episode. Just just like. You find out the guy from the past is still alive. You find out who's this and who's this and connection here and there. Like It's like you wait till the 10th episode to tell me all this crap. I also feel like a major thing, like just when the, the, the Indian sleeper cell woman killed, I forget what his name, the director of Ops, Dan Levine. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, just that. And I was just like, wait, what? You're just going to place this here and just leave? Like, that's it? And who was that group that like <laughs> brought the other chicken? Like, they didn't, you know, like they left a really big... Like, they should have done all this earlier, I feel like. Yeah, well, it's and also it's because we're in agreement that the past took up so much of this show. It did, way more than it needed to. Honestly, they could have just done it, it, their own show spinoff on the past. Like, I would have been okay with it. They could have done that thing where they have, like, you know how some shows have minisodes or, like, in the in between commercial breaks, they'll do, like, a little clip or something? Yeah, yeah, that's old they school TV done- shit. But they could have done that, and I would have been happy with like the pass happens between the like, two commercial breaks. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Actually, I would have been okay with that. Yeah. So overall, like if they reboot this, they need to do a way better job. <laughs> so if they, all right. So if they did bring it back, different plot, different premise. Um, yeah. Or like 100%. different cast and stuff. Would you 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 actually would take time and watch it? Yeah, and I think the other problem with the show, and the reason that it turned out the way it did, was the time gap between the last Born movie and when this came out was so long that some people might not even know what Treadstone is. Yes, only like real fans would have to champion this show. And I also feel like this this wasn't that great. Yeah, I got to search after this to see who even liked this, because it got some positive reviews. Why? I think I think it got like a thirty or forty on Rotten Tomatoes. So I mean, someone liked it. Yeah, someone liked it. And also, this is the one of the rare instances that I feel like I don't like binging. This was not enjoyable. I think I would no. wait. This is like a weekly. I will wait a week to watch this show. This is one where I would stop watching the show. <laughs> but if I had to, like, if I had to, like, I think it actually would have been more enjoyable, like, between days because. Yeah, it picks up. It picks up between different people, so it's like you don't have to really remember or care for that. 
you can't put this in the background because they do have the subtitles for the other languages. So you do have to pay attention. That's one of the things. I think that's one of the bad parts about that the show, even though I like that they're it's very diverse, it's like you have to pay attention now. It, it's actually a big part of it. It's not just a little bit. It, yeah. It's a big chunk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, damn, I have to watch this scene. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Well, that's pretty much everything, right? Like, do you have any final thoughts? No, I don't think I have anything more to say about this show. Besides the fact that <clears throat> super disappointed with so many high hopes. Yeah, man, we almost went a perfect three for three in shows, and we even switched this out. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'm hoping I guess, this will be better. I guess we, we got to have a bad show to shit on, and this is definitely a show that you yeah. need to shit on. It made sense why this got canceled. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm not even fighting yeah. back. If there's a petition, yeah. I'm just going to close the page. Yeah, maybe start another petition and say, keep it canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Uh, oh, my God. Well, that's it for me, man. Yeah, same here, man. So uh, this has been Who's Got the Remote. Please hit us up on Twitter. We're almost, we're very close to the 200 mark threshold. Yeah. At, at we're trying the, to get to 200. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, little gains here and there. We know. You know, the people will love it. Um, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram. We got a, I'll put the links to our shops in the in the description. And if there's any designs you guys maybe want to see, just let us know on Twitter. Or even if there's any shows you want us to review. Yeah. Yeah, we are we are working some some good stuff. We got actually our yeah. next episode I'm really excited about. We we're gonna do some app reviews. Yeah. So uh and we have another one shot coming up in a month, I think, right? Yeah, we got some good things, man. We got some good things yeah, in the so works. Let us know. Maybe we can throw on one of you guys' shows. And uh we're getting some some heavy you know, a lot more reviews, so hey. Leave us yeah, some reviews on Apple. <laughs> you like reading them. I'm I'm so curious as to why I don't think Spotify has like a review section. Like I guess you can rate it, but like you can't write comments. I don't know how Spotify works. I don't have Spotify. <laughs> Damn. Shout out to Team Spotify. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that one. Yeah. But all right. That's that's uh, who's got the remote. I hope everyone enjoyed it. Have a great weekend. Yeah. It's Memorial Day. Day. I'm going to fucking cook some burgers tomorrow. I'm going to cook some spam tomorrow. Really? Yeah. I'm going to do uh, spam rice and tofu and fry it up in a square ball. Damn. Actually, I do want to see a picture of that later. And I want to see how it turns out. I'm kind of hyped for that, actually. You got me yeah. a little excited. I'll let you know. Um, all right, people. That's it for us. Have a good one. Peace.